Well, well, well. It's the 100th episode. You know, I thought a little bit about people People like to do special stuff for, you know, episode 100 or episode 500 or episode 1000. And I, I kind of thought, you know, there's nothing special to go on for my 100th episode. And I was had a, had a few episodes in the, work recent, in the works recently, and there was nothing spectacular about the 100th. Uh, you know, and then the NBA decides to release the schedule and all those details. And I say, feels like a sign... For my 100th episode to be coinciding with an NBA restart. We've seen some sports kick back up and plans for, you know, the MLB almost dissolve completely. And we knew the NBA was planning to restart, but now we have the official schedule. And so that's what we're going to walk through. Official start date is July 30th official restart date for the NBA and I, I did a brief once over the schedule and man gonna have games all day all day all day games it's gonna be wild it's gonna be man you you have your TV on it's probably gonna be on some NBA games I'm talking we have some 2 30 p.m. we have 1 p.m. and these are Eastern times. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just do the Eastern times because that's what they list, and so that's the easiest thing to list. Times are uh, East Coast times, so I'm in the Central time zone, but they are gonna be East Coast times. But anywho, so this is going to be an NBA focused episode, and uh, before we dive into some of the schedule, so, um, some overview things. The regular season, so they're going to have a, you know, for the final seeding, they're going to have an eight-game regular season starting on July 30th, ending on August 14th, and then I believe that for any of those nine seeds that would get get within two games, was it? Oh, man, there, there could be a play-in tournament for the eighth seed, basically. Bennett, so anything, so if it's close, so basically if there's serious contention for your eight seeds, uh, we could have a little mini tournament to decide the eight seed, which I think is super exciting and might be something cool to consider uh, down the line. You know, instead of coming down to, I guess in some way it kind of is, but like, say you lose on a tiebreaker type thing. What if it's like, hey, actually let's do a quick mini series, uh, best of th- best of three, and you know the eight and the nine seed are gonna play or whatever the two eight seeds are going to play a quick three game series and build that in on the front end of your playoffs for play-in games. And I think it'd be intense. It'd be pretty cool. You know, I think the people who would, I think the people who are in favor to have been the eight seed might be a little pissed because they feel like they're just getting a chance to lose their playoff spot. But you could technically, I don't know if you'd count it as you would fully count it as playoffs, but those those bubble teams, the nine seed, who would have lost out from some dumb tiebreaker. Hey, now they got one more shot to get in. And maybe it's just like a one-game winner-take-all. That would be crazy. But we're not talking theories right now. We're talking concrete stuff. So I pulled up an article on ESPN. I'll link, I'll link to these articles best I can. And so it just, it just goes over key dates. So we're already past one of them, but June 23rd is when the transaction window opened. 
And so that's your two-way contracts can be converted, free agents can be signed, and players can be waived. So a mini offseason right there. Uh, I know we've already seen some moves. Boogie says he's looking for a team. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But, like, uh, Dort, got, he got upgraded to a, a regular contract instead of a two-way contract. You know, And then you also have guys opting out of play. Trevor Reza, Avery Bradley. A uh, few others that I'm sure I haven't come across my plate. So that's that's some interesting dynamics. Um, so June 30, June 23rd to 30th is when the testing begins. So June 23rd also marks the, the week of testing that players will go through. And so far, I believe we've had 16 players test positive for that. Um, so that's that's interesting because it brings up the question like, okay, if there's too many positives, can we not restart? Like, I wonder how much of this is still totally up in the air. Like, how could we get down to, like, a to like some real bare-bones rosters here if guys start going down with the Rona? Like, could the Kung Flu come in and just kick butt across the NBA restart and stop it dead in its tracks? Wow. Uh, I don't know. Which, by the way... I got to stop calling it COVID or Corona. I got to go with my two favorite. The Rona, Kung Flu. Those are my two favorites. What's your favorite? What's your favorite euphemism for this virus that's going around? So I will say it was only 16 out of 302. Do some quick math on that. It's not very many. Yeah, you're talking half a percent. Oh, wait. Was that right? Yeah, half a percent. No, 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 no. That was not right. Let me do that one more time. 5%. Sorry. It's like half a percent. That feels way too small. Yeah, it was uh, 5%. So 5% of all of Taylor's, of 302 players tested um, were positive. That's 16. Good thing is none of them were seriously ill. So here's interesting. Any player tested positive will remain in self-isolation until they satisfies until they satisfy public health protocols for discontinuing isolation has been cleared by a physician. So that's the other interesting thing. Those 16 guys. Do we have those? Uh, player names were not disclosed. Son of a gun! But we do know, some that we do know, Malcolm Brogdon of Indiana. That's kind of a key player. Jabari Parker uh, of Sac... And Alex Lynn, both in Sacramento, not big players, even though, oh, well, actually they are, because Sacramento is a bubble team, one of those bubble teams, one of those teams who falls under the uh, 17 through 22 spots. Um, So that's, you know, that's interesting. We'll see how that plays out then. Smart of them not to disclose it because... You're talking some roster shakeups now. I mean, obviously, by process of elimination, we'll be able to figure out who. <laughs> but we'll just, we'll just. I'm sure those names will eventually leak out. So June 27th, um, they can, which is tomorrow, they can substitute two-way players um, can be signed. So substitute two-way. So whatever. June 28th is the last day to waive players. June 30th, the window closes, so last date to sign a uh, contract. This year's team payroll is frozen, and it's the last date to convert a two-way. Then July 1st, 
we'll have the final rosters. So in a few days, we'll have the final. I'm sure I'll do another episode, and we'll be able to really see who sat out or or tested positive. Now the question is, could you still be on a roster even if you test positive? Say it's positive today, June 26th. But so give it two weeks and do a quick look at a calendar. So 26 puts me at July 10th. And then I could potentially get cleared. And so I don't even know when teams are going to be... Yeah, teams aren't going to prepare to travel until the 7th through the 9th. So, be totally fine. So anyways, so that's... Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so the substitute player... So July 1st also marks the date that teams can... So you'll have a window on July 1st where teams can sign a substitute player for somebody who elected not to play in Orlando. And if you elected not to play in Orlando, you are not eligible at all for the rest of this season. So the 1st through the 9th is our mandatory individual workouts. July 7th through the 9th, uh, that's when the teams are going to travel. And then the 9th through the 29th, is their team training camps. July 30th, your seeding games begin, like we talked about. Um, and then there's some other... We'll, so August 3rd is the last day to withdraw from the draft. So that's college players. Um, so your 15th... So like I said, the regular season ends on the 14th. So the 15th through the 16th is going to be your possible Eastern Western Conference play-in games. So those bubble teams that we talked about, which I'll go over here in a second. Where are they at? Where? Where? Oh, they're not there. Nope. Oh, this is real annoying. Well, hmm. I don't know where they went. Hmm. They must have been on this article earlier. Uh, let's go over those. I know it's the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns, the Washington Wizards. Dude, where did I find this? Was it was it further down? No, I didn't. No. No. Oh, this is... I know I just read it. Huh. Well, this is freaking weird. It's the Kings, the Wizards, the Suns, the Pelicans. So it's four. Oh, who's the other Eastern Conference team? Someone random that I don't care about. Ah, man. I'm losing it. Uh, Um... We'll look up NBA bubble teams. Anyways. So the 15th... The 15th and 16th. Here we go. Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, Wizard. So all the bubble teams are at the same hotel. That's... Where's the... Okay. They're staying at the Yacht Club. All right. So, on the 15th and the 16th, that's going to be their play-in tournament. Where did I read? Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hmm. 
Okay, I think I found it. Maybe not. Son of a gun. Ugh. I should have been more prepared, folks. But anyways, we'll keep going. So the 15th and the 16th will be their play-in tournament or play-in game. So basically, they'll just play each other to see who... Um, and I think you are you have to be within like two games or something crazy like that. But then August 17th, first round begins. It also marks the last day to enter the draft if you're a college player. Then randomly in the middle of all this, we're going to have the lottery. So we're going to have the draft lottery on the 25th. And their target date for the conference semifinals, so round two, is August 31st. So they're hoping to do that. They want the conference finals to start on September 15th and go through the 28th. And then September 30th, they're looking for the NBA finals to begin. And October 13th is uh, the last day of the NBA finals. October 16th, we're having the draft. And then we're going to go on. Go on free agency. We'll begin October 23rd. Man, and then next season is slated to start like December 1st, something psychotic like that. It's crazy. So, those are our big key dates, and now let's talk some scheduling. So, this is going to be wild. We're kicking it off with the Jazz and Pelicans. So, of course, they want Zion there. And then the Clippers and Lakers. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, right off the bat. And 6.39, and then on July 31st, we get the Celtics and Bucks. Another big big lineup. Rockets, Mavs, going to be fun. Then August 1st, it gets a little bit thicker. We go, this is when we start our daytime games, which is going to be so interesting to me. It's going to take these younger guys right back to AAU ball. So we're going to go Heat Nuggets at 1, Jazz Thunder at 3.30, Pelicans Clippers at 6, and Lakers Raptors at 8.30. Now that's a lineup. Holy cow. Then the second is going to be just two games, then just two games, then just two games. So it looks like they're getting a little bit of a rhythm. So it looks like they didn't they didn't totally stack every day. And then August 6th, you have a 4 p.m. start. But generally, it looks like a 6.30 and a 9. And that's Eastern Conference time, So if you're or Eastern time. So if you're in here for me, it'll be a 5.30 and an 8, which isn't bad at all. Um, and then it looks like every, every few days, so August 5th, or sorry, August 1st was the first big day where you have four games. And then August 8th is the next big day. And then shoot, August 14th. Oh, so August 13th and 14th is all TBD stuff. That's so interesting. Oh, and they have their regional. Hold on. Whoa. Oh, this is, I hate, this This is why Bleacher Report pisses me off sometimes. I didn't even realize this is that was the national TV schedule, not the regional. There's going to be a lot more games going on every day. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. But here I am trying to celebrate with a great hundredth episode. You know, trying to cover this NBA restart for you guys, and I am I'm showing my unprepared self here. I mean, I pulled up some articles, I read them, and I was like, "Cool, I'm ready to go." I'm not ready to go, guys. Oh, this is oh. Oh, oh, I was so wrong. There's going to be 
All sorts of games every day. Now, they're regional, though, so that means, yeah, and they're going to be, oh, gosh, yeah, the, I was right originally. This is games all day. Now, it's regional, so if you have, like, League Pass, you can see everything all day, every day. If you don't, then just whatever games come up in your area. So, see, I want just a raw schedule. That's some bull crap. Well, anyways, I'm excited. Uh, I think it'll be really, really interesting to see. I know way back when I made my NBA episode and was like, I'm going to go through these theories, and that didn't end up happening, but I had all my theories. And, you know, I'm actually fine. I was hoping, sure, sure for a group stage, I thought it'd be fun, but I guess apparently a lot of people didn't like that. So we didn't like the World Cup formatting. So, but I think this is a great place to land in the middle. You're going to have eight games, and that's going to allow for a decent amount of play, like where you could still adjust your seating. You're not locked in. And it's given those bubble teams a little bit of a chance to uh, fight their way into the playoffs. And then the crazy thing is it's going to be like, we're going to finish regular season, and then you're going to have three days, and then playoffs begin. So it's just going to be like playing, 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 playing. And it's since nobody has to really travel, this is the interesting thing that you think you're going to see come into play because you have to know there's certain players, certain teams that really thrive when they're on their home court. Technically, nobody's at a home court. And so this is going to be a true test of uh, the competitive, competitive edge of some of these guys. And I'm curious to see how that ultimately plays out because nobody's on their home court. Sure, they're going to try and... I'm sure they're going to, even though it's a fanless experience, I'm sure they're going to try and make it, you know, if you're the home team, quote unquote, you'll be able to do, you know, you'll have, oh, cheering noise or, I don't know, prompts in your favor, uh, sound prompts or whatever, stuff that you're used to in your arena. And I'm sure they're going to pump those in from, you know, their respective market so they'll hear their, their familiar sounds. But there's such a... I mean, there's no gonna be not gonna be any real like loud applause. Like it's just it it's it's almost basketball at its most purest form. It is just us versus them, team versus team, and who who's better, who's gonna take it? We're we're I'm gonna go ahead and say we're on neutral ground here. You just show up on the court with your boys and someone else shows up with their boys and y'all y'all gotta duke it out on the court here. See who's better. And in a series, too. So, and you're going to be playing at weird times. Man, I just, my thing I hope for is I hope that guys really have stayed in good enough shape and they're able to run these training camps to get them back at that level to where you're not going to see any serious injuries. Because that's the only thing I'm concerned about is, it's funny because you say, oh, guys got rest. Guys got rest. Yeah, they got rest. But it's one of those things where they had been in the season for months now. And so, sure, they were worn out. But it's also like, think of it like this. You go to the gym and you work out and you get warmed up and your body hits steady state heart rate. And if you don't know what that is, just a quick Google. Steady state basically means, you know how when you start a run for the first half mile or whatever, you're like feeling gas, but then you kind of get in a rhythm. Well, that's basically because when you start working out, your body goes, what's happening? This is hard. Ah, And And then as it keeps going, as you keep going and working out and pushing yourself, then your body says, oh, we're going to be doing this for a while. All right, let me figure some stuff out. Let me start pumping better. Let's get those lungs opened up. Like, let's get the blood flowing to the muscles that are being worked. And 
then you uh, hit that point of steady state and you start to get in your rhythm. And now by the end of the workout, yes, you are tired, but you're still in that steady state zone. Your muscles may be a little bit tight. You may be, you may be in a little bit of discomfort, but you are still in that steady state. Now, if you stop and you wait 30 minutes and you don't really do much and you do some stretching, but you, you stay walking around and then you try and jump into that workout right where you left off, in general... In general, you're probably not going to have any problems, but typically, typically, um, or not typically, what am I saying? But you could have some sort of issue. You could have some muscle tightness, even if you were stretching, uh, putting you at risk for pulling something. Now, it's not exactly a one-on-one comparison because they're going to have like, ultimately, they're going to have almost a month of workouts and training and stuff to get back into shape, but... It basically at this point we're we're starting a new season pretty much like in terms of the the recovery the rest the amount of rest that we've gotten and starting a new season so I think you are going to see some rust a little bit in terms of their game because nobody's been able to actually play basketball but uh, I think I think ultimately it'll be all right it'll just it's just interesting I hope there's no major injuries uh, I think it'll be really exciting um, just in general though just to see how this unfolds. I'm just most excited to see it because of the formatting, meaning there's no fans, there's no um, there's no technical home court, and and I hypothesize that there's definitely some, maybe not just some players, but even some teams who really feed off that energy that they get from their home crowd, and it's like when you hit a big shot and the crowd gets behind you and the energy is up. You still have that energy with no fans, but there's something different, particularly when you're talking playoff time, and you have that crowd behind you and that energy feeding into you, and to help you get in that flow state in that zone. And there's nothing like it. And it's just going to be not the same when when there's not those fan, not the fans. But we'll see what guys can truly channel their flow, and we'll see if it'll if it really affects teams. We won't really know because it'll it could be a combination of. Certain guys on the roster not choosing to play. It could be a combination of the hiatus. It could be a combination of the fact of the conditions that they're in. So we, we it's all going to be conjecture here. Nobody's really going to know. And that's what's exciting and interesting. But I'm, man, I'm just, I'm just real pumped for this. I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm curious to see how the seeding, how the seeds get mixed up from where they were and where they left off. Who who do we think is gonna gonna make it in? Do you think it's gonna be Portland? Do you think it's gonna be New Orleans? Who do you? Th- I don't know. People are saying Zion's coming back super strong, and I mean he was having a good good year, great year. But we'll just have to see. I mean the Pelicans slip in, or do the do the Trailblazers make a strong comeback? I don't know. I got mixed feelings from Dame on this, so we'll just see. I I think I gotta cut the episode off there though because that article was a little misleading when it said schedule and I was a little pissed when I realized it was like the regional schedule which versus the the national schedule now let me let me double check that one more time yeah so it has the national but does the regional have the national no so it just see this is the problem I need a combined schedule I need a full schedule you morons Ah, uh, I'm so annoyed. Well, <clears throat> give me two seconds. Restart schedule. Let's see. I, I don't like them dividing that up because I'm not going to sit here and take the time to be like com- combine them to see 
all the all the different okay this is the national versus the regional and so this is all the games on this day because that's real annoying and frankly i just don't have the time right now for that <laughs> i just don't all right okay here we go got some more notes found it got it maximum of seven games per day tip-offs will range from 12 p.m eastern to 9 p.m eastern oh here we go thank you oh somebody okay so somebody posted on twitter chris haynes at chris b haynes uh posted the full schedule so we can look at that then there are um, tips. Uh, there are only there are three total courts. Two of them are set up for nationally televised games. Interesting. Uh, top eight teams in each conference were selected, along with six teams, five in the Western and one in the Eastern, that were within six games. Which, if you remember my last episode, I said that would that should have been the cutoff, right? Five or six games. Boom, shakalaka. I'm not a guru. That's just simple math. Uh, all the teams will play eight seeding games starting to. Then begin a typical playoff format that will culminate in October. Should the number nine seed in either conference finish within four... Oh, we only have to be within four games of the number eight seed. Then you get a play-in scenario. Which the number nine team would have to beat the number eight team twice in a row to steal their playoff spot. So you got to double tap them. Because currently, they have the playoff spot. So you you can't just beat them once. you got to beat them and you got to prove it. That's awesome. I'm for that. And I hope there are those (laughs) games. Gosh, I'm sorry. Whoa. Big fire back from the belly right there. All right. So we'll pull up this full schedule because that's what I was looking for. Flipping animals. And that's what I get for going with Bleach Report. You know, they're always, uh, they always just have such little misleading things like that that just irk me to no end. Like they'll put this title, I'm like, oh, that'll be a really interesting article. And then I start to read it. And I'm like, this isn't what, what you said it was at all. Why? Why would you do this to me? Like, they, they have a title, but then that title, like, was an exaggeration. Uh, what is that called? Clickbait. Yep, that is freaking cr- clickbait. All right. So let's pull this up, and we'll we'll look over it, and so I'll actually cut off the episode after that then. All right. So. Wait a minute. I'm so, I'm confused. Okay, so there were only two games on the 30th because they want to kick it off with the National Hotel. That makes sense. Then on the 31st, you have one, two, three, six games. Yep, okay, okay, I see. So most games, it looks like you have five or six games most days. Um, So basically I'm going to have to go through and highlight my team. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Man, this is wild though. Man, holy cow, this is going to be crazy. Let's see if this article had anything else helpful besides just tweets, screenshots of tweets. I might as well just go through Twitter. I mean, I guess they I guess they took the time to get the tweets together, but it's just like, here we go. The Wizards need to finish two games better than the Magic or three games better than the Nets in Orlando to trigger a play in for the final East. Holy crap. Oh, wow, this is an interesting. And so they're saying who's got the toughest road to the playoffs because you're playing teams. Oh, my gosh. So let's look at our playing teams. Oh, and they didn't. Oh, my God, pissing me off. 
gosh, New Orleans has an easy schedule. So the Clippers, Grizzlies, who that? Magic, Kings twice, Spurs, Jazz, Wizards. Yeah, that's real freaking easy. Phoenix is Dallas, Indiana. Oh, Phoenix has a tough schedule. Good luck. Nope, not a chance. Portland. Uh, their schedule's not much better. Uh, Portland is actually interesting. Celtics, Nets, uh, Mavericks, Nuggets, Rockets, Clippers, Grizzlies, and 76ers. Oof. Sacramento? Man, they got a, they got a decently tough one, too. New Orleans, by far, has the easiest one. San Antonio, um, theirs is tough too. Holy, yeah. Memphis, who is the current eight seed? Ouch, they have a real tough one. They get Boston, Milwaukee, New Orleans, OKC, Portland, San Antonio, Toronto, and Utah. Woof, woof. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Fun 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 fact, the Pelicans who are not currently in position to make the playoffs have as many nationally televised games as Disney at Disney as the Bucks, the team with the NBA's best record. I mean, but who are we kidding here? It's Zion and that's what people want to see. And so of course they're going to put him on the national stage because you know what they're hoping for? They're hoping for he comes in, he shreds because he did just get out of AAU ball like 2 years ago. They want him to shred and and get them to the playoffs because that's going to drive their ratings through the roofs. Wow. Suns and Wizards have zero nationally televised games. Mm, interesting. The Grizzlies, the Thunder, and the Sixers have only two. I feel like the Thunder got undersold there. That synergetic team, but that's just me. You know me, I could be biased. All right, well, that's a cap on this. That's excited. Let me know all your fun theories, your thoughts, your ideas. How do you think it's going to go? Who do you think is going to make it in? Oh, because I didn't make that prediction real quick. Let me make that prediction real quick for my play-in teams. So... I'm going to go with, man, it's it's just so tough. So I really, I'm going to kind of go with the popular opinion here. I think the Pelicans have a really good shot. I think the it's going to be between the Pelicans and the Trailblazers. I mean, it's going to be tough, but Pelicans just have an easy schedule. But that could be a trap. That could be a trap. It could be a total trap. And then... I don't know. I don't know that Washington's going to actually do any sort of making any sort of playoff. I think the East is set. East is set as is, and that's fine. Um, but I don't know about the Spurs. They they're all, they're always a sleeper synergy team. The West is going to be real interesting. Mainly those those four teams that are just out of or five teams. Sorry, that are just um, on the bubble. That's going to be the most exciting because this is this whole this regular season stuff is playoffs for him. So, anyways, uh, ramblingviking at gmail.com. Send me an email on any of your thoughts on this NBA restart. What are you excited for? What do you like? What do you don't like? Um, you know, who are you going to be cheering on? How do you think the seeding is going to end up? 
I might do an episode where I follow up with how I think that could end up, but we'll see how I, if I actually follow through on that. Anyways, thanks for listening. I hope you're excited for the NBA restart. I know I am. Uh, just excited for things to continually get closer and closer back to normal. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what? For my 100th episode, how about, how about this? If you, if you made it this far, if you made it this far and you like my podcast, you want to see it continue, just to celebrate my 100th episode, how about donating 100 uh, to my podcast? Oh, did I not say what denomination? 100 pennies is what I meant to say. Yes, $1. Uh, 100. Uh, see, I need it to be the, the amount of 100, so I need it in pennies, please. And if you want to send that to me, just uh, email me and I can and we can set up the, the drop off the deal anytime. No, I'm just kidding. I don't need any of your support. This is a fun hobby. I just appreciate you listening. So if you like this, please, you know, do the, do all that nonsense. Like, comment, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Leave your negative comments at the door and I will swiftly kick them to the curb. And don't forget to tell your friends, spread the word. And let's look forward to this NBA season. Thanks so much, guys.